0: Welcome back. Thanks so much for joining us today. Real pleasure to have you with us. My next speaker is Mickey Williams. She's a Hall of Fame speaker and TEDx speaker. She was chosen as one of the best speakers in the country by Meetings and Convention Magazine, along with Tony Robbins, Bill Gates, and Jay Leno. Based in Naples, Florida, she's an award-winning speaker for Vistage International, the world's leading executive organization, and she's a master chair of two of their peer advisory boards in Chicago. She's a global celebrity speaker, transformational storyteller, and noted in Forbes as one of the most sought-after executive speech coaches, and she's the creator of Speaker's School Keynote Camp, the Mickey Mouth Club, and her one-woman show, the, uh, She Came, She Wore, She Conquered, performed at Second City Chicago. Mickey has spoken in every U.S. state, every Canadian province, and every continent except Antarctica, where she can't wear her stilettos. Please welcome Mickey Williams. Mickey, great, uh, great to have you on the show once again.
1: Oh, Bill, great to be back. You have that voice I know and love. <laughs>
0: ah, thank you. <laughs> well, it's my pleasure. I've been doing a lot of work for Vistage Worldwide, uh, moderating webinars and uh, having a lot of fun with that, but ExaCoach Radio is where my heart is. It's a pleasure to have you back. Tell me how things been going in your world.
1: Actually, they've been wonderful. I've done the magic word. I've pivoted. And uh, everything that I'm doing is virtual and it's working out well. And I'm actually loving being home and not traveling and really loving the challenge. It's kind of reinvented everything. It reinvigorated me, Bill, honestly.
0: I know what you mean. I I, I know that some people thrive on change because it, creates new opportunities. And, um, and others are fearful. I mean, you work with a lot of business owners who may be saying, yeah, that's great, but I just can't pivot just like that. So it's a great time to be uh, flexible and uh, with your eye open for opportunities. What would you say your business owners are feeling in the Vistage Worldwide executive groups that you uh, moderate?
1: Yeah, in in my groups and some of the ones I've been speaking to, and, I, you know, there's always outliers of, uh, in every kind of situation, but I would say more than a third are doing really well or finding opportunities now or can see clearly to the ones that will be coming. Another third are probably maintaining status quo and paying attention to what's going to happen. Because, you know, everything changes so much in this situation. And, I, you know, it's got to be less than a third, but there are those who are really hit hardest. I have two members, one in the travel industry, one in the events industry, both of which you can tell immediately are just very hard hit.
0: Right. So that magic word, pivot, what do you want to tell our listeners about the importance of being able to identify lemonade from the lemons and um, and pivoting to something in a new direction that might take you to new heights.
1: Yeah, I would say get together with your teens and have some creative brainstorming sessions, you know, just to tickle some of their minds. Uh, I have a gal in construction, and uh, one of the things that came up was everybody's home, and obviously noticing more than ever the paint that's peeling or the dripping faucet or the room that they hate And what a great time to kind of pivot more to the remodeling side than the new construction side, at least to get that flow of income coming in before things start to normalize a little bit. So it's really looking at your business from the standpoint of what is today's situation done to magnify or open up an opportunity that maybe you wouldn't have concentrated on before but seems so relevant now. And that's what I call pivoting.
0: Yeah, and it's, that's great advice. And one of the um, economists, uh, the major economist that Vistage Worldwide listens to, says, look, we're in a stage where it's not a great time to, um, you know, to spend a lot of money. It's, not a, great, it's a great time to, to be ready, uh, be real conscious of when your business is starting to turn up by measuring a lot of economic data, and at that point, be super ready because it's going to take off at a certain point and so for a lot of business owners now how would you tell them to prepare for the you know the new opportunities so right now we can change like you said to remodeling what happens when it starts to change back should they have a lot of dry powder ready to invest in the growth of their business um, what would you say
1: well you know cash is always king and never more so than now But, you know, a lot of people are tired of reading and hearing about COVID. But this is not the time to tune out. This is the time to tune in to be reading some of those articles and listening to some of those podcasts or shows like yours where you have some leaders aren't talking about what's happening in the business world because I think that's where the ticklers, the brain ticklers are going to come from or the ideas that are generated sometimes internally but all of a sudden you hear something on the other side and you say, hey, that would apply to my business as well. You know, I have a couple of manufacturers. Who totally pivoted. They had to or what they needed to. Well, yeah, I can make sanitizer. I can make masks. I can make this or that. So it's really, you know, I think never a time in history like this, Bill, where creativity, brainstorming, storytelling, which is my forte, have come into play than right now.
0: Agree. Now it's more like don't just do something, sit there uh, uh, and think (laughs) about things and and reimagine not only what the needs of your customers might be now, but what it will be. As things come back. Now, on your website, uh, which is fantastic, by the way, I love your website, there are a lot of uh, images that come through. One of them is a, uh, a magazine um, article that says, How to Pick Your Yoda. Tell us about how to pick your Yoda. What does that mean, and how do people go about that?
1: Yeah, there's a guy, if you haven't had him on your show, you should, named Mike Maddox who wrote a, a great book I and mean, he does a lot in branding and marketing and positioning and customer experience and everything. I was very flattered to be one of the chapters in his book and he was—he writes for Ford Magazine as well and so the focus of his article was about finding your Yoda so he picked the top five people in his life that he felt had made the biggest difference. I was selected because I was his you know, speech coach and I think it's to your point if everyone stopped to think who are my yodas who are my mentors who are the people who can help me go forward how do i embrace them or use them in ways that will benefit everybody as a 360 i think it's a, a great thing to stop and think about you're always so good bill about pinpointing and picking out those type of things that most people would miss and i think that's what he meant when he talks about yoda
0: yeah i think it's a great metaphor uh i mean it everybody can relate to it. It's your mentor, someone that can help you become a thought leader, uh, not just tell you what you know, but tell you something that you need to know. Let's, let's talk for a second about your speaker school, Mickey, because uh, I had a guest on earlier today. He's, a brain, he's kind of a brain scientist, if you will. And he said, you know, the problem with Zoom is people don't know how to communicate properly in this world of virtual presentations and virtual things, how would you counsel speakers today to change their technique to be effective on mediums like Zoom and other virtual presentations?
1: That's so interesting, Bill, because I've incorporated that now into my regular speeches as well into speaker school as a whole separate area. I think it happened for me when I started watching some speakers come to my Vistage groups which is really the way I learned how to speak. You know, people ask me if I joined Toastmasters or went to a speaker school like I now offer. And I say, I didn't. I was just a very astute observer of what I liked and what I didn't like. And I find that has served me well in my 30-plus year careers and still is. Because as I'm watching these presenters, I'm thinking, oh, no, 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 that doesn't work. This is a different platform. You know, it's the difference between giving, doing a webinar and giving a live speech or doing a podcast. Or, these are all different mediums. And so I developed a top 10 list of things to do in the virtual world when you're giving presentations, uh, things like what's your frame? How should it be exposed? It's from your head to uh, right about to your armpits. How far should you be away? You should be eye level with your camera. You should be standing during a presentation. I I mean, I go on and on about how to use your slides and how to use your voice. And there were so many elements to it that I realized I had a whole separate presentation or part of it that we're now incorporating into speaker school and my coaching.
0: That's great. And are there, are there, are there, the top three don't uh, don'ts that you can share with our listeners.
1: Yeah, well, one of the don'ts is people are, of course, use a lot of PowerPoint and slides, and one of the biggest faux pas that I saw is leaving slides up too long, so you can't see the attendees and asking questions into the netherland because there's no faces. If you're going to put a slide up, make sure it's up for as long as people can see it then take it down and get back to being interactive. And, you know, when I give my presentations virtually, I don't put people on mute. I want it to be as close to the real world. People have been very respectful. I mean, granted, if your dog or your kid runs in, I expect as adults you would know what to do. But I try to get people to uh, simulate more of the real world without violating the virtual or the real world. The slide thing is a big deal. People leave it up too much and all you're doing is like glazing its spies the whole time. The other thing that's a big don't is the way you speak normally does not play well in the virtual world. So if you're a quiet speaker or you're an introvert, you've got to magnify that to the point where it makes you uncomfortable because it's not about you. It's about the people who are listening to you. You need vocal variety. You need volume and you need energy. And the other thing is the sitting. If you're giving a presentation, you're sitting down the whole time. You cannot get the same effect of energy as if you were standing. You know, now more than ever, Bill, people, you know, I've really narrowed my niche into storytelling and speaking and helping people present in the virtual world. And now more than ever, those skills are so, so important to to leadership, to credibility, to getting the right message across. You know, a lot of people – Suck when they do it in the real world. Well, I, I hate to tell you what's happening in the virtual world. So yeah, the don'ts are don't overuse slides, you take them down in between, just like you would. Make sure you're not sitting and and use vocal variety.
0: Mickey, let's talk about uh, an organization that we both love, uh, Vistage Worldwide, and let's talk about a little bit about it, um, you know the relevance of that type of a group for business owners today. Uh, you've uh, You've had a lot of owners um, in your groups. Uh, You've talked to a lot of owners in their groups as a speaker. Uh, What would you say to a a business owner about uh, what your members have experienced as far as as being part of Vistage and and why it's so important to to have a collective body of uh, individuals that you can talk with, commiserate with in a confidential setting?
1: You know, Bill, you are so on point with that statement because during this time, I think never in the history of my time with Vistage, and I've been a Vistage speaker 25 years and a master chair for 18 years, have I seen the support that was needed and which was received. And so many of my members, by their own volition, will say, I don't know how other executives are getting through this by themselves. Vistage alone is, you know, for better decisions and and better results. And when you have a collective group of people who care for each other, each one of them bringing their own intelligence and experience to the table, and you get yourselves in the middle of a business pandemic like this, uh, every day they were sharing articles. They were speaking to each other. We were having uh, meetups more, way more often than our once-a-month meeting. The support was incredible. And honestly, more often than not, they said, I'm so thankful I'm in Vistage. How do executives get through this without this peer advisory board?
0: Absolutely. And, um, you know, it seems like as I've been, they've shifted a lot of their executive summits, which, of course, they do all over the country, to uh, virtual events. And I've been fortunate enough to moderate those events, 21 of them. And um, what's interesting is I see the content and I see the questions from the members. Uh, It's fascinating to see how freely they share uh, information. It's almost like you've got a secret access to fantastic information that can help you that other business owners don't have as well. So the resources are tremendous.
1: Oh, it's 360. I mean, they're getting the resources from Vistage headquarters, worldwide organization. They're getting the resources from their own group members. They're getting it from the network that they belong to. I mean, you know there's 22,000 members around the world. There's the, the manufacturing network and the financial network. So they're getting it beyond 360. They're getting it from their coaching with me. They're getting it from their group. They're getting it from headquarters. They're getting it from all the different uh, access points and platforms within their Vistage membership. Uh, Never more than ever have I seen the value proposition as much as it's been during this crisis.
0: And I'll also say one last thing, and that is that the information that they get when they do a survey of 22,000 global members, they get fast uh, reliable survey responses that make them a research giant when it comes to organizations like Wall Street Journal or Inc. Magazine that are that, that are now saying re- Vistage is a, a huge uh, area for research, especially uh, during quick events like COVID-19.
1: Yeah, I have to give a lot of credit. I don't know, Bill, if you you must have met Joe Galvin in your connection to Vistage. Yes. he's their chief research yeah chief research officer. And I have to say, since Joe's came on board, the level of research and information that has been shared worldwide and and what they're doing, to your point, with the uh, Inc. magazines and the Cranes and and Fortune and all the magazines is incredible. The information gathered is so valuable, and Joe has just got a real passion for it and a real down-home, easy way of sharing it. You know, it's a lot of data, but boy, does he deliver it well.
0: That's that's very well very well put. Now let's talk about you. And you're you're not slowing down any. It sounds like you're you're going uh, uh, 100 miles an hour as usual. Um, what are your what projects are you working on besides all of the you know coaching, speaking, one one woman shows, writing books? Uh, what what's keeping you busy these days besides all of that?
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm engaged and I'm building a new home and moved to Naples. So. Uh, on top of all that, all the other stresses of moving and doing all those. I mean, they're good things, but they're, I'm trying to balance all of that. So in between a business coaching call, I'm on the phone with the the gardener or the pool guy or whatever. So I think um, the personal side of my life is taking up the other parts where the holes might be in terms of the business one. But, you know, really everything I'm doing, Bill, is, is kind of being reinvented again, call it pivot, call it reinvent. So it's, um, it's just taking those and adapting to where we are now. And that alone is, takes creativity and takes time. And, and it's re really, I think I alluded to it, It just re-energized me. Uh, I was actually cutting back a lot, especially because of my move and building the home and my change of life and lifestyle. And I find I'm twice as involved instead of half uh, because of what's happened. And um, I'm very inspired by it.
0: That's terrific. You know, I'm looking again at your website right now, which is Mickey Williams, M-I-K-K-I Williams dot com. And in the uh, in the store area, uh, a tremendous amount of uh, information from your book, uh, Glamour and the Geek, which just communication (laughs) tips. Basically, and yeah. uh, C- CDs, DVDs, um, other people's books—a um, tremendous amount of information—and uh, this you can get the Speakers' Day School um, six CD set. Um, for day one, day two, uh, it's fantastic. A, a tremendous amount of information which you wisely made available to anybody who visits your website at mickeywilliams.com. I really uh, appreciate that about you. You you never stop. Uh, you keep things going. Congratulations on your move to Naples. It's a beautiful part of the world. Uh, what are you enjoying about uh, Naples, Florida?
1: Well, number one, I'm enjoying the weather because going from Chicago to Naples, I get to walk every day, which I love. I'm really enjoying the lifestyle. I'm enjoying, you know, that sun coming up every day just puts you in a really good mood. And because we're moving and building a house, I, I'm excited about the newness of things. There's a lot of new in my life. And uh, I, w- I was just thinking, Bill, as you were talking about my website, just as a little cute anecdote, uh, you know, my members were recruiting. We, we don't always have spots in either of my two groups, and I have two openings in each, so we're talking about recruiting. And they always say lovingly, and I know because I'm well aware of this as you are that my brand is outrageous. So they always say, "Well, I referred so and so to you. Don't worry, I've warned them before they go to the website."
0: <laughs>
1: <So>.
0: <laughs> no, Mickey, uh, you you definitely are uh, an individual, one of a kind, and yes, uh, you, like you say, be outrageous. What's it, what's what's the harm, right? What it's gonna, it's a good way to live, and it's fantastic to have. Uh, to hear you again and have you on the show and catch up with you. Now, are you still uh, available for Vistage groups uh, or for individuals for coaching or for virtual speeches, I guess, these days?
1: Yeah. I, you know, I have openings in two of my Vistage groups, and they're in Chicago. Um, my, I'm doing my first virtual speaker school, which got a great turnout, but we still have room, and that's May 28th through 30th. I'm really excited about that. And uh, individual coaching all the time. Kino camp, making up people's speeches for them. Uh, Accountability Academy is a year-long program. So I, I kind of created something, Bill, for everyone. I just didn't want to turn anyone away based on price or or based on time. And so all of the services have really just come out of, I need this, but I can't do that. I need this, but I can't do that. I mean, that's what an entrepreneur is, right? So see a need, fill it. I've I've kind of mastered the art of that. So I have a lot of different things. So everybody can get what they need based on time and budget.
0: So listeners, are you uh, sitting at home kind of uh, getting a little bit tired of the same old stuff? Go to MickeyWilliams.com. Look for some new, fresh content uh, learn how to be a better communicator, uh, and hire Mickey for uh, for her expertise in all the areas that she can bring. Mickey, thank you so much once again for joining me. It's been a real pleasure, and I wish you all the best.
1: Thank you, Bill. It's always delightful with you. Huh? We'll have to make it a an annual, biannual, triple year, whatever it is, and not wait to pandemics to do it again.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a deal. A great- all right. Thanks so much. Hey everybody, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. One of the questions I get asked the most is how do I grow the value of my business? I'm so busy working in it, I need to work on it. So we've created a special report for you on 10 tips to grow the value of your business. Just text the word DRIVERS to 44222 to get a special free report right to your inbox. That's DRIVERS to 44222. Text DRIVERS to 44222.